In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's and I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass Mark Ross, a young man who died uh, a few days ago and uh, whose funeral will take place at Our Lady of Good Aid Cathedral in Mother uh, this morning. I ask you also to remember uh, uh, Owen Flanagan uh, who uh, received uh, news about an illness that he has and uh, we remember especially Owen in our prayers uh, today at Mass and especially remember Owen and Maureen and all the family uh, as they face the illness itself. Uh, Owen's an exceptionally good man and we're uh, very much accompanying with our, with our prayers at this time uh, through this illness. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who, for the faith they profess, are accounted Christians, the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and so to strive after all that does it honour. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Micah. Woe to those who plot evil, who lie in bed planning mischief. No sooner is it dawn than they do it, their hands have the strength for it. Seizing the fields that they covet, they take over houses as well, owner and house they confiscate together, taking both man and inheritance. So the Lord says this, Now it is I who plot such mischief against this breed, as your necks will not escape, nor will you be able to walk proudly, so evil will the so evil will the time be. On that day, they will make a satire on you, sing a dirge and say, We are stripped of everything. My people's portion is measured out and shared. No one will give it back to them. Our fields are awarded to our despoiler. Therefore, you will have no one to measure out a share in the community of the Lord. The Word of the Lord. Lord, do not forget the poor. Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man, the poor woman is devoured by the pride of the wicked. They are caught in the schemes that others have made. For wicked men and women boast of their heart's desire. The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. 
In their pride the wicked say, He will not punish. There is no God. Such are their thoughts. Their mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, deceit is under their tongue. They lie, they lie in wait among the reeds, the innocent they murder in secret. But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it, you take it in hand. The helpless trust themselves to, entrust themselves to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The Pharisees went out and began to plot against Jesus, discussing how to destroy him. Jesus knew this and withdrew from the district. Many followed him and he cured them all, but warned them not to make him known. This was to fulfil the prophecy of Isaiah. Here is my servant, whom I have chosen, my beloved, the favourite of my soul. I will endow him with my spirit, and he will proclaim true faith to the nations. He will not brawl or shout, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. He will not break the crushed reed, nor put out the smouldering wick, till he has led the truth to victory. In his name the nations will put their hope. The Gospel of the Lord. It's funny, isn't it, how in a certain way when we listen to the scriptures it's as if uh, they kind of see through things and um, although it's not a, a psychological document, uh, there's a, a lot of uh, uh, psychology in the, in the readings themselves. Um, we hear of the kind of that attitude itself of the of the person who plans to do evil. Uh, they lie in their bed and then they rise from their bed to do that particular deed. And uh, I suppose in those that kind of imagery, we, we kind of see how somebody ruminates on something uh, and comes up with a, a devious solution. And the devious solution, of course, is the, as we hear in the, the reading, is that. The person plans uh, to steal somebody else's land and possessions. Not only that, but also to uh, take them themselves into either slavery or some kind of indentured service. Uh, so it's as if in a person's heart that maliciousness itself grows and that malevolence uh, towards another. And of course, one of the great uh, commandments, of course, is that you not to covet your neighbour's goods uh, and that's exactly what this uh, reading itself is about, uh, that somehow the person steals the possessions of another person and actually steals them as well. Um, but we hear in, in the reading from the prophet Micah that although uh, all of this maybe is kind of hidden in a certain sense, it's not hidden from the eyes of God, that God sees the injustice, uh, God sees how the poor themselves are dealt with, and we hear of that also in the psalm of today's Mass, that, that God sees all of these things and, and, and justice itself uh, will be done. 
Today in the Gospel passage, uh, we hear all about uh, Jesus uh, uh, and, and, and the miracles and, and, and that sense in which the, the, uh, the Pharisees are, are against Jesus. So there's a, there's a conflict and, and Jesus does the miracles and heals and cures people, but, but tells, nobody, uh, tells the people not to tell anyone about it. Uh, it's a kind of strange thing that appears uh, a lot in St Mark's Gospel as well, that, that sense of the secret. Don't don't tell anybody. Uh, uh, there'll be there'll come a time in which these things themselves are known. At the end of the passage, then, uh, reminding you once again that that Matthew's gospel is is a gospel that is uh, to the the Jewish converts. Uh, very often, what we find in Ma- uh, Matthew's gospel is references uh, to the Old Testament that Jesus fulfills certain things uh, that are found in the Old Testament prophecies of the Messiah, uh, the things that were expected. Uh, Jesus, in, in, a, in a strange way, uh, in Matthew's words, uh, uh, fulfills these things. And so what we hear is then at the end of the passage, if you remember, was a quote from the prophet Isaiah. Uh, and of course, it's, uh, it's all about the, this suffering servant of Yahweh, this messianic figure that will come. Uh, and we hear uh, some of the, the prophecy itself. Uh, and it's clear that the, the early Christians, and especially St Matthew himself, believed that these, this very prophecy was being fulfilled uh, uh, in Jesus' uh, coming into the world. I suppose uh, all of us uh, could say that we're not uh, perfect in our life, uh, and uh, sometimes we maybe be kind of identify with that first reading of today's Mass that, uh, that if you're sufficiently angry with somebody uh, then you plot in your mind uh, some kind of retribution or, or vengeance. Uh, and it's interesting that in the Old Testament uh, one of the things that the law itself was designed to do was to contain that vengeance, not necessarily to eradicate the vengeance but, but, but to contain it, you know, uh, uh, not to let it kind of erupt into uh, something even bigger. Um, so it was to contain the kind of the thing and, and, and not, not allow you to do uh, certain things that, that were excessively uh, a reaction to what had been done against you. Uh, but we, we know also that, uh, that somehow that kind of violence, not necessarily a, a physical violence, but that a violence in your kind of thoughts appears when, when somehow some wrong had been done against you. Um, and of course, uh, what we hear is that there's an ultimate uh, justice and there's an ultimate uh, sense in which uh, things will be uh, properly seen to. Uh, and of course, what we hear is that, that in the reading, that God sees all of these things. God sees the person who who plans some kind of uh, violence in their own hearts against someone else. Uh, that there is a there is a justice, uh, uh, and and justice will be done. Not necessarily the kind of retribution that that that, that we ourselves might plan, but but somehow uh, there will be that sense of justice that will come. And I suppose uh, one of the great things is to believe in in that as well. Uh, you know, you have to believe that that, that justice itself will be done and. And if justice is done, then very often uh, peace itself ensues. 
and it's true in times of war, isn't it? You know, there has to be justice. Uh, if there's no justice, then very often there's no peace. Um, those terrible people, those terrible situations in the, the gas chambers uh, of the Second World War and the concentration camps, there has to be justice, doesn't there? Uh, uh, justice done so that, that peace can come. Uh, there has to be some uh, acknowledgement of, of the pain and the suffering and there has to be some sense of uh, recompense uh, for, for what itself has been done. There has to be justice. And, and, and what the Old Testament very often says is that God is a God of justice, that he sees the things that are done uh, and that there will be justice and there will be peace. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look upon the offerings of the Church, O Lord, as she makes her prayer to you, and grant that when consumed by those who believe, they may bring even greater holiness. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For just as through your beloved Son you created the human race, so also through him with great goodness you formed it anew. And so it's right that all your creatures serve you, all the redeemed praise you, and all your saints with one heart bless you. Therefore we too extol extol you with all the angels, as in joyful celebration we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. 
humbly we pray, that sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Having consumed these gifts, we pray, O Lord, that by our participation in this mystery, its saving effects upon us may grow. We ask this through Christ our Lord. We just ask our Lady's special help for us uh, in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Just to remind you that the nine o'clock mass 
uh, which we normally celebrate uh, Monday morning, uh, Sunday mornings, uh, just to remind you that that uh, live stream itself will be this evening at 5.30 in order to accommodate the masses, uh, the public masses uh, tomorrow. So uh, that will be 5.30 this evening if you can join us. But just to remind you that uh, if you're not coming to Mass, don't worry about it because the live stream Mass, of course, uh, then is recorded so that you'll be able to join it uh, thereafter. So uh, uh, once it's celebrated and it goes on to record mode, mode and you'll be able to watch it on Facebook and also on the parish website. So, so just to remember, remind you of that. Tomorrow morning then, uh, 10, uh, 12 and then 6 in the evening, there'll be public mass in the parish uh, church. So just to remind you that you have to book for that. Uh, I can't just uh, unfortunately turn up for that uh, because the capacity of the church now is is uh, 50 only so uh, we have to if 100 or 200 people turned up then we'd have to kind of turn most of you away so we have to get a system that that works uh, I'm not sure if this system will work but we'll, we'll give it a try anyway so uh, basically then uh, we just asked uh, to book uh, and then when you come along uh, then we'll just at the door just check it if you like kind of take it off uh, and that's really due to the fact that you have to uh, the, the, the government's asked us to track and trace or track and protect as they say in Scotland uh, so uh, so you have to you have to know uh, who's been in the church and if there's an outbreak then, then, then people would be contacted thereafter so so you, you have to book uh, when you come uh, that will be ticked off uh, and of course you'd have to go through all the precautions uh, your temperature has to be taken at the door uh, you have to sanitise, uh, you have to sit on one seat and not move around the church, uh, just sit in the one seat uh, that, you, that you sit in. Uh, the Mass itself uh, will be celebrated. Uh, there's no hymn singing. Uh, there, there will be a canter at most of the Masses, uh, and they'll lead, if you like, uh, but not supposed to sing. Uh, and uh, for communion, uh, those that wish to receive communion will be able to remain standing in their places, uh, I'll come through the church, give you communion, you just sit down, be the final blessing and then you'll leave through a particular uh, doorway. Uh, if you have any kind of disabilities and can't go down the stairs then you just wait in your seat and then after the Mass is finished you just go out through the, the main entrance if you like which is, has got a flat kind of uh, doorway and kind of walkway as well. So. If you're coming to Mass tomorrow, uh, we'll see you at uh, the Masses. Uh, if you're not coming to Mass, uh, then obviously we'll be able to celebrate Mass uh, here in the uh, house's front room. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. <laughs>